Hi, everyone, and welcome to Just Watch It. I'm Lorraine Popolison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. Um, and I'm really excited for today. Um, gosh, darn it. So <laughs> I guess we're going to leave that in there, Andrea, because Andrea just gifted me with a 30-second long uh, audio file <laughs> of my ums. And my yips. <laughs> And her responding yips. I cut out a lot of ums. Not all of them, but... The fact that I just said it again. And I apparently say it the same way because for a minute there... Well, not for a minute because I guess the file is only 30 seconds long. But (laughs) for a second, I thought you were just using the same um and you were going to like set it to a beat or something. But they're all different ums, apparently. And I say it a little bit too often. (laughs) So I'm going to work on that. We all have room for improvement. (laughs) so it's just about 30 seconds of Lorraine going um um and me going yep yep um (laughs) yep (laughs) and I was like I think we got ourselves a new ringtone we have our own vocal tics and I'm also laughing because Andrea said that she could tell when I was saying um simply by the sound wave the appearance (laughs) of the sound wave (laughs) (laughs) all right so what's been going on Andrea um (laughs) <laughs> are you gonna cut that <laughs> for later use yeah <laughs> nothing really i saw a, i watched a great movie on sunday with steven seagal in it and i think now i have a new sort of avenue to go down in terms of person in movies i'm just gonna have to watch tons of steven oh seagal movies under under siege and it was amazing. was it actually good or is it like bad good it started out like sort of in the middle where it's like, this isn't good, but it's like not that funny. But then it got really funny. And also he's so soft spoken. So it's like the movie that we watch is basically like like crappy diehard on a boat where Tommy Lee Jones is the villain. It, but like he's not like Bruce Willis with that like sort of charm and funny delivery. Everything will be like, I used to be a Navy SEAL. That's why I'm so good at using this gun and karate <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i always forget that steven seagal is like a karate professional right like so it was so funny because uh when we were watching it um connor just goes and well the type of fighting he can do is like dance fighting uh, and I, I i was searching for the word from bob's i was like <laughs> oh my god is it and before i get it out he just goes no it's not capoeira <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that far in Bob's Burgers, but that's funny. I didn't realize. I mean, is that a like, real word for it? Or is that like... It's in like the fourth episode. Capoeira is like a real thing. Um, okay, okay. I think. When I say I haven't seen that far in Bob's Burgers, I mean like I've seen episodes here and there. So I've probably yeah. seen an episode from each season at some point. But <laughs> There's like a very silly knife fight where they're just sort of waving their arms around like with movements like color guard arm movements. Like... <laughs> so it was so good there were so many great lines like (laughs) oh man i'm gonna have to find some more steven seagal movies and please no maybe make you watch them (laughs) so the golden globes were this last week which of course i didn't watch because does anyone watch award shows like the only ones i ever cared to watch were like the vmas or the country music awards because they have good performances right like (laughs) and even then i record them and then i like watch them later yeah. And like, you know, fast forward. 
But um, I did read like a BuzzFeed article about Amy Poehler and Tina Fey's um, hosting. And I liked the uh, joke where Amy Poehler was saying it's hard to tell um, TV and movies apart right now because movie theaters are closed and we watched everything on our phones. And so she said, TV is the one that I watch five hours straight, but a movie is the one that I don't turn on because it's two hours and I don't want to be in front of my TV for two hours. I want to be in front of my TV (laughs) for one hour, five times. Yeah. That is exactly me. That is exactly Lorraine. So when we used to work together, the joke that she would always say, because there was like, there was like candy, little candy jars. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. Everywhere. Candy everywhere. And. And we, she would joke because, like, she can eat, like, 10 Snickers minis. But if you were, like, here's a whole Snickers bar, there's, like, she was, like, there's no way I could eat that. I would just legitimately throw up the prospect of eating a full <laughs> Snickers bar. Like, it, gross, will- like, it makes me gag to think about it. Yeah. But I could eat 10 of the mini ones all day. And that's so funny because, like, where we used to work, um, <laughs> or where I used to work, there, there was all the mini candy, but then every Friday the CEO came around with baskets of candy bars, and you could pick one. <laughs> and she was like, "I simply cannot handle this full Snickers bar, but I will eat these these eighteen minis on this particularly stressful Wednesday." Right. Well, and then not only that, like I would leave, I would leave there. So now since I work from home, that's not like a thing. But like I would literally leave every day, like feeling almost sick. And Fridays were like the worst because she would bring around the, the full size bars and I couldn't turn one down because like, why would you turn it down? So I would always pick like, so they had these Hershey's bars that had mini Reese's pieces and mm-hmm. those were good, but not as satisfying. Like I, you want more peanut butter. It wasn't quite enough peanut buttery, but I would yeah. get one every time and not really enjoy it. And then I would also take the Hershey's um, cookies and cream bar because that is the best. And I'd be like, I'm <laughs> oh. just going to eat three rectangles of it and we're good like one row and i would eat one row and then you know five minutes later be like okay let's do another row and then let's do another (laughs) i'm doing another line of the hershey's another line i would eat the whole thing and she would do it at like 3 30 on friday for everyone who's like still there and it was like i would eat the whole thing and then i would leave like feeling sick and then we would you know historically we used to like you know go get drinks and food and yeah fridays were Fridays were brutal on, <laughs> on the waistline. That whole, com- my- that whole company was in terms of camping <laughs> right. out and stress eating. <laughs> stress and depression eating? Anxiety um, eating, yeah. Yeah, anxiety eating for sure. Yeah, so working from home, it's like, okay, it's like less crazy. But then again, I went to the grocery store for like the first time in months. So like I've just been Instacarting or whatever and trying to like plan ahead. But Phil was going into Home Depot, so I was like, gonna grab something just for dinner at Safeway, and then I got in there and I was like, I can't, I can't. Like, I just am so happy to be in here. <laughs> and so I lost my damn mind and like shocked. <laughs> but I, of course, am like walking past the milk, and there's like a kettle chips display, and I love kettle chips, love jalapeno, love salt and vinegar, love them all. Honey Dijon, delicious. Um. So, anyways, I see them and I'm like, oh, I'll grab one. But I probably wouldn't have even grabbed one, to be honest, because they're like $5 a bag normally. But it was like, buy two, get three free. <laughs> That's how you know a product is good. <laughs> so you can bet your ass that I have five bags of kettle chips in my <laughs> pantry. 
but I have to tell you, one of them was like that intrigued me. And I, so I got like salt and vinegar and honey Dijon, all the good ones. And then the one that they had there was the like, I don't know, new flavor, whatever. They had a flavor called Korean barbecue. And so, of course, I got that. Kettle chips? Yeah, because Korean barbecue is bomb. And it's so good, Andrea. It's like a mixture of like that, like Korean barbecue, like like the Asian barbecue sauces, right? And I feel like there's like a hint of kimchi, like little tang. It's they're so good. And I've been trying to convince my boyfriend to try one, but he just two days ago came to me and was like, I'm gonna do no sugar for 30 days. And I was like, Why are you trying to ruin my life? Because <laughs> when I was at the grocery store, I also got Rice Krispies and marshmallows to make Rice Krispie treats because I was like, I'm sure nice. he's never had this before. You know, I can't, I can't make them because I'm not. I don't want to eat a whole pan by myself. And the point was to be like, I know you'll eat this. You're gonna blow his German mind with those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, <laughs> the high class pastries, American pastries, <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. You know, I went through like right. a phase of baking them because if you have that stuff on hand, like we just. Like if you get if you get a box and you get the bag of marshmallows, like it's so easy, and you're like, I forgot yeah. that this was so easy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week I think is a little bit different because we can't watch together. I'm gonna give you a choice of which you would prefer to watch with me. So I'm not okay. gonna tell you two movies. I'm gonna give you parameters of these movies. One is the garbage movie that I told you about that got, has like a four percent on IMDb or something. And then the other movie is a blockbuster that I cannot believe you have not seen. And so those are the two options. They're both comedies. One is trash from like the nineties, maybe early thousands, maybe. Um, and then the other one is like high school middle school age that it came out and i'm actually just shocked you've never seen it um is that one armageddon i'll take my answer off the air (laughs) (laughs) armageddon is not a comedy (laughs) i haven't seen it (laughs) well just by the name alone let's go with that armageddon's not a comedy (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I will let you pick if you want to do like because I would love to have your live reactions to both of these movies but like one is truly garbage and I haven't watched it in years so to be quite honest it's going to be a surprise to me too and then (laughs) the other one um I quote from quite frequently so um I think I'm gonna pick the blockbuster just because I'm so curious what it is (laughs) okay no we've talked about this one before Okay, so I think we're going to watch. I mean, you as think. As long as you have no <laughs> objections. Okay. 40 year old virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot understand how, as like an office Steve Carell fan, you've never watched the 40 year old virgin. I feel like it's not on things or. It was on it TV be, all the time. But it, okay, but it would be on TV, but like. If it's a movie that I haven't seen that I want to see, I will probably not put it on, like, if it's on TV and it's, like, in the middle. <laughs> I mean, it's got 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 <laughs> on IMDb. Like, this is a, this is a big movie. I'm to- I'm in, yeah. I, uh, okay. okay. I've never, I, mean- I think when it was relevant, I wasn't interested. 
So it just sort of I never... mean, to be fair, you might have been like a little young. It was 2005. So I was like 13 or something. 15. So it's probably like good for me, but maybe a little bit. Okay. A little young. Yeah. I was 17. I can't do math. This is not I was going to say I must have been like 11. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I can understand why you wouldn't have seen it at that time. There are a lot of quotes that I use from this movie. Also, you're a Steve Carell fan, so I think you're going to like it. And I was looking, just so you know, I was looking at pictures and stuff because I was like looking it up to look at the year. And I was laughing because I'm scrolling through and they used the 40-year-old virgin um, cover, which is just like, it basically looks like a sunrise behind Steve Carell. Yeah. And they used that as a backdrop for Colton Underwood, the bachelor who was a virgin. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I ever noticed it. That's so I thought hysterical. it was really funny. That's hysterical. Yeah. I, like, That's I love it when they <laughs> I love when they do a joke like that where they're like, probably only like 40% of people are going to get this reference, but it's too good to not do. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited for the 40 year old version. I can't believe you haven't seen this. There's so many quotes that I use out of it. So <laughs> you've seen Knocked Up, right? I have. Eh, not my. Oh, rhymes with smusmortion. <laughs> All right. Well, Andrea, there you have it. I'm excited to go watch it and take copious notes and we'll <laughs> meet back here soon. Okay, sounds good. All right, everyone, welcome back. Um, we just uh, finished watching a 40-year-old version. Um, Andrea, did you enjoy it? Don't give us a don't give away too much, but I'll just for now say that I watched it. I don't want to give away. <laughs> well done. Okay. It was different than I thought. Though. I do have to say that while I watched it, I ate kettle chips. Um, because as I told you, buy two, get three free. <laughs> um and I have to give a critique out to kettle chips if they're listening, not sponsored, obviously. I got the jalapeno ones because, like, fucking love like jalapeno best. chips. Yeah, but the kettle chips version is like basically sour cream and onion with a little spice, instead of like Miss Vicky's, where like they're actually like straight. They're so good. They're just not good. They're not what you expect. Like they taste like sour cream and onion with a like they're like the lacroix of jalapeno chip. There's a listener in a in a Safeway slowly reaching for a bag of kettle of jalapeno kettle chips and that they just heard what you said and they're retreat retracting their arm and reaching I mean, for you, a different flavor now if they advertise them as like sour cream and onion spicy then okay <laughs> i like took the first bite and i was like these taste like cheese oh no yeah no they're not quite right um but the Korean barbecue ones, if I didn't mention earlier, those are fucking delicious. Straight up tastes like Korean barbecue. Hmm. So you win sounds, some, you lose some. Sounds a little weird to me, but I'll take your word. You sound a little it. weird to me. But I also don't like salt and vinegar. Oh, so. those are so good. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Andrea, let's get into this movie. Or unless yes. there's anything else going on, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No, no. But what I was going to say, which I thought of after... um 
after we talked before before the movie is that another reason that I probably never watched this is because just just like the the cover the way the cover looks and the title I think I was kind of like yeah I think I get it (laughs) 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 but but, it's actually like a sweet movie it actually was different than I thought okay and so also you're by sorry before you go I just want to say you're not alone in being a 40 year old virgin virgin because Phil hadn't seen it either. And it was really funny because he is German. And so I was like, you haven't seen the 40 year old virgin. And he was like, why do you act surprised every time I haven't seen anything? And he got a little all up in arms, which I mean, like he's very polite. So it wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't as aggressive as I even pretended it was, but he was like, why do you always act surprised? And I was like, this is like a really famous movie. And he was like, I haven't seen everything that you've seen. And I was like, okay. Because, like, Germany consumes a lot of American, like, pop culture. So, like, he knows a lot more than I ever expect him to know. So, (laughs) it was like, babe, I just, it was a big move. Like, this, you know, and then we watched it and he was like, I really liked it. It was really good. And then he said, um, said something and I was like, yeah, you acted so offended that I asked why you hadn't seen it. But, like, this is, like, up there with The Hangover. This was a very popular movie. (laughs) Like, and he was like, oh, okay, I didn't know. Anyway, it just was This funny. is I definitely like this better than The Hangover. What? Spoiler. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I love The Hangover, so I could I never seen it. I could never say that, but I haven't seen it in a while though, so But this is uh, also a terrific movie. Okay, carry on. Sorry. Okay, so we start off we have very nerdy looking Steve Carell whose name is Andy. And he's doing his morning routine. And he makes this like crazy health, this like healthy breakfast. And then he works out. And I was like, is he ripped in this? Like, that seems like that. I'm, I don't, that seems like I that mean, would help. Spoiler him alert, he kind of is later <laughs> yeah. when you get to see his chest. <laughs> but so he, he, yeah, so he made a healthy breakfast. And I noted that it was not an orange juice and egg smoothie like the dad <laughs> in in the never ending story. (laughs) Um, And so as we're, as we're watching him go through this, it has the, the the opening credits going. And I was like, it must be extremely dark outside because all the stars are here. There were so many many people in the movie (laughs) that were so, and there were people that like would pop up that I was like, I don't even know if this person was famous yet. Like it's so rare. Like if you'd watched it when it come out, you wouldn't have even known. Um, no, so, no, definitely. Like watching this, it's been so long since I have seen it um, that, like, I was shocked by some of them because I was like, "Oh, because when I watched it and when it came out, yeah, they weren't famous or they weren't that famous." And I was like, "Wait a minute, now yeah. they're a huge star!" Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because because um, Leslie Mann is, is in it, and I think I think. Um, my my roommate said like oh she she like wasn't that famous for this i was like excuse me george of the jungle <laughs> that's like that's like the main thing i know her from like <laughs> because we watched that a thousand times my sister and i watched it a thousand times when we were kids <laughs> and so i don't and, think that i've seen that oh my god it's incredible um we watched it like it watched it so much that like when when we see her in anything else we're like oh it's the girl from george of the jungle <laughs> that's definitely i know her more i think like i associate her more with knocked up oh yeah i forgot i guess she's in that too huh 
There's a lot yeah. of like crossover. <laughs> she's between... always like the sister. She's always the sister or like sister in law. She's not like not got. She's never the main character. Right. Except in George of the Jungle. Um... <laughs> well, I guess that was that must have been a great outing for her because. <laughs> uh, so. Andy goes to work, he rides his bicycle, and he works at, like, a, a Best Buy type place. I, well, I, I, I think called... you're, you're, right. you're wrong there, because... Is Smart Tech a real store? It's not a real store, but I wrote it down as Circuit City, because like, the same colors. Circuit City, okay. It's like, that's the old I, school, like... Yeah. I okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so his co-worker is Seth Rogen. And he tells him this crazy, very upsetting story about what he did over the weekend. <laughs> about how he and his friends went to go see a show where a woman and a horse have sexual intercourse. <laughs> the donkey <laughs> like, show. Which is also funny because there's another movie that I want you to watch that has a donkey show involved. Uh <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then and and like then Steve Carell proceeds to tell a story about like how he spent a lot of time making an egg salad sandwich, like three hours or something. And then by the time he was done, he didn't really want it. <laughs> that story awkward. always like, literally, I can't eat egg salad without thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's not like a salesman. He's like a guy who I think goes and gets equipment or something when people buy it. But he's, ve he's very nice and very awkward. But he like, throughout over the course of the movie he like turns much into a much more normal human being <laughs> so I yeah was like, i was like okay so he's not like inherently that awkward Weird. like yeah um and and then so his other co-workers are david played by paul rudd and this other guy who i've I feel like I've seen him in a couple other things. Who's named Jay? Mm -hmm. I I don't can remember I, the actor's name. What can I mention? Paul Rudd here because this yes. is one of my favorite lines. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, go ahead. And I say this to Andrea all the time, and because she hasn't seen for your version, it's like I mean, it's the same as if I quote something from Wedding Crashers. She still doesn't know what it's from, but um, <laughs> but like this one with Paul Rudd at the very beginning with Michael McDonald playing in the background and he comes up to his boss, who's Paula, who's played by Jane Lynch yeah. of, of Glee fame. Um, <laughs> and he tells her he'd rather listen to Fran Drescher for two hours than hear Michael McDonald seem he sing Yamo be there. And he said, if I have to hear Yamo be there one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place to the ground. He <laughs> Yeah, he says he's rather watch Beautician and the Beast. Is that what is that what Fran Drescher's in? I'd like heard of that movie. I didn't know if I have no idea, but, but I yeah, guess he... so. I didn't make the connection. I just he thought he was Beautician listing off and awful things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that would make sense that she's probably starting that, <laughs> and she's basically like no, and he has to keep watching it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so all of the guys are getting together and they need like one more guy for their for their poker game so um i think it's paul rudd who suggests that they invite andy to the poker game and <laughs> seth rogan is like 
no, no, he's nice. I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer. <laughs> I, I don't want to end up a lampshade. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I also noticed that his name is Cal, which is Steve Carell's character in Crazy Stupid Love. So I just oh, thought that yeah. was Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says he's a serial killer. And then they, they ask him. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I play online sometimes. He acts he acts extremely sweet when he's like, oh, with you guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, so yeah, he says he plays online sometimes. So, but then when they start playing poker, he kicks ass and he's like destroying everybody. They're like, How much do you play poker online? And he was like, Well, like, uh, like two hours a night. And they were yeah. like, oh my <laughs> and then Mooj, Mooj, this guy Mooj, his little guy is like, he's like, fuck a goat. <laughs> and yeah. they say that like regularly. Yeah. Like, why are you always telling me to fuck a goat? <laughs> <laughs> so they end up telling sex stories ar- around the poker table. As men presumably do. Is that a thing? Do men? I didn't think men did that. I have that. no idea. Like maybe in high school, this was my high school opinion of men. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what guys talk about. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, whenever people talk about like crazy sex stuff, I th- I just think of that joke from Thirty Rock where Liz Lemon thinks that the craziest sex thing you can do is to have sex across the bed instead of long ways. <laughs> <laughs> Get um, wild. Um, uh, but so you know, they ask him about a crazy story. And he's making something up and it's very painful. And then he makes the fatal mistake, which is he describes a boob (laughs) as a bag of sand. And I honestly, I was like, is that really so wrong that they would call that they would call him out on it? Is it is that that crazy? But then I consulted an expert and my (laughs) my source told me, yes, yes, that was crazy. I've never uh, had although, sex with a woman, so I don't know, but although, I didn't think it was be, that insane. <laughs> although, to be fair, that is what, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Filled the bag of uh, the boobs with on uh, Wild Wild West, so just a call oh back to. Yes! <laughs> Apparently, wow. maybe he's a 40-year-old virgin. Oh no. Not you, <laughs> Kevin Klein. Uh, oh, I doubt it. <laughs> Not with that mustache. <laughs> no, the, no, not with that. Not with those, <laughs> that mustache and those gadgets. Um, <laughs> uh, but so he he admits that he's a virgin, and I thought it was very nice. They are like they're really not mean at all. They're just like mind Wait. blown. <laughs> what can I tell about some of the things that Jay was saying? Jay was like, "Wait, man, are you gay?" And he was like. No, I'm not gay. And he's like, gay's fine. I mean, I have gay friends. I mean, they have sex with dudes in prison. (laughs) (laughs) And then they were like on him. And everyone was like, be nice, be nice. He's like, no, I am being nice. Your dick is my dick. We're going to get you laid. (laughs) But they, yeah, they just want to, they just really want to help him. So then him laying in the bed all night, stressing out because he's all, you know what? It's not a big deal. They'll probably forget. And then he lays awake all night. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he gets to work the next day, which I was like, wait a minute, drunk poker night, which started off with Paul Rudd being like, I want to get hammered and play poker or something. I was like, this is on a work night. 
<laughs> what we you used to be doing? able to do that in our 20s. Remember that Wednesday night that you had to pick me up off the floor? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by floor, I mean the Round. middle of the road. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is actually much more doable now that I don't have to get up and get dressed to get ready and go to work. I can kind of just, I just get up and I walk over to my desk and I grab my laptop and open it up and I lazily check my email. Um <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true because, I mean, especially when you work retail, like you have to like communicate and be in front of people all day. That's so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So he gets to work and at first they don't say anything, but then they kind of start teasing him and even Jane. Yeah. It's not just them. Everybody knows, including Jane Lynch. Yeah. But also they aren't really teasing it. Like they're kind of. They're all like on board with the mission. Like Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like more like a mission. They're not trying to be mean. They're just like making jokes, but like they're trying to <laughs> They're still <laughs> they're still making him feel bad, but they're like basically on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he tells Paul Rudd that basically he tried when he was younger, it never happened, and he sort of just stopped trying. And he has like a this sad meltdown where he's like, I'm gonna have to quit my job. And Paul Rudd's like no, like, we're just messing with you. We want to help. Yeah. And he has, he says that he has a fulfilling life. He doesn't need to have sex. And then it's a very challenging montage of things that he does, <laughs> like, including marching around playing the tuba, doing karaoke by himself, painting, painting little figurines, figurines and talking to them. I was like, oof, that's rough. <laughs> the tuba oh. one, the tuba <laughs> one got me. <laughs> Yeah, and what we didn't mention is at the beginning when we talk about his uh like his his dorky life. Um first of all, his him getting ready in the morning, he takes a bath. Like how early is he getting up? Right. But the other thing is his apartment is like filled in like what are they called? Like like a fig figures. Yeah, action figures. Yeah, like, action action figures, figures like, like in boxes. I was gonna call them dolls, but they're not dolls. Like the collector's items, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. action figures. <laughs> Yes, they're he's filled with them. So this definitely isn't important, but then he's sort of like, I don't need not everything is about sex. I don't care about sex. He's running down the street and there's all this sex stuff. And one of them was like a crazy sensual ad, first on a bus, then taking up a whole bus. But then one of the things and then he runs into a magazine stand and there's all these sexy magazine covers and this scene isn't important, but the only reason I wanted to bring it up is because one of the magazines is called Canoe Times. And I was like, how is there <laughs> enough content about canoes to fill a whole magazine, much less much less an entire subscription? I was like, this is what I want to know more about. <laughs> I mean, that makes more sense than when I when we went and got a storage unit sitting on the table in the like waiting room was like storage times or whatever. Like they had a storage facility, like, for the storage industry, like, magazine. And I was just like, what could possibly be oh in God. here? How many <laughs> how many uh, years is it between them inventing new locks? Like, <laughs> confused. And then we have a montage of him almost having sex. And I had thought, like, before, of, I mean, not necessarily before this scene, because we sort of got to know him a little bit in the movie, but before I watched the movie at all, I just assumed that he was some, like, uber dork in, in like, you know, when he was growing up in school and stuff. But this, like, montage is, like, he got really, really close. And, like, yeah, it just always ended in disaster, and he realized it was just safer not to try. 
Yeah, but it also did. I was like, come on, with all these interact, like with how close he got on certain times, I feel like he would have touched a boob enough to not make that mistake, but the sandbag. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But no, he got very close. Like, so he's obviously wasn't like that much of a dork. Not that dorks don't have sex. I I just, I just, no, that's why why it's all the more baffling. Yeah. So they go out to a bar. Uh, him, him, and the him and the guys, and I was like, "Oh, I want to go to a bar." <laughs> I know. Right. By the way, okay. So back in the day, like this wouldn't have even crossed my mind, but that bar literally looked like they filmed it in someone's like, like it looked like a high school production. To me. Oh, you thought? So? I didn't think anything. I didn't think anything of it. Um, it just was really funny to me, but. <laughs> But yeah, they so they go out to a bar and Jay tells him to find a drunk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not appropriate. And this is misogynist. This is not okay after the Me Too uh, <laughs> revolution. But <laughs> so they come across a bachelorette party, which I I believe well, that includes Leslie Mann, right? It does. But what he says is the funny part is when he's telling him to look for drunk chicks. He says, "How do I tell which ones are drunk?" <laughs> And then he's like, takes him to the bachelorette party. And he's like, these ones, obviously. Yeah. So he finds Leslie Mann and sort of makes out with her. She's like, do you want to get up? Oh, and there's there was a line that made me laugh out loud when she says to him, like, you have a kind smile or kind eye. So he, she says something like that. And then he just goes, your hat has sequins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's too drunk to notice how awkward that was. <laughs> it's like he just stated a fact. Like, <laughs> right, right. I love lamps. But then, yeah, that is what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, he he really is somewhere between <laughs> Michael Scott and and what what's his name and Anchorman. I, I think can't... like Brick or something. Brick, yeah, I yeah, it's, yeah, it's something like that. Like it's like he is sort of between them. But so she like almost immediately was like, "You want to get out of here?" And I was like, "Poof, that was easy." <laughs> One night, right? one bar. Like, yeah, all this, one, all this. After all this time, one lady. Oh, also at one point in the bar, because because you know Jay had told him to find a drunk bitch. He goes up to a girl that's completely passed out and is like, "Excuse me, would would you like me to purchase you another cocktail?" But she's like, <laughs> she is <laughs> she is unconscious, <laughs> and he's like, "No, too drunk, too drunk." Too drunk. Um, <laughs> and then so he's going home with Leslie Mann. She's she's. Definitely too drunk to drive, but she says one thing that's funny, but also not funny. She's like, I'll just shake it off. And it's like, no. Well, also, also, it was really, it was an eye-opening moment for my boyfriend because she gets in the car and she's like, are you drunk? And he's like, no. And instead of her being like, okay, you drive. And instead of him being like, even though I've never driven in my entire life, I'm good. So this is part of the problem. He rides a bicycle. I don't think we've quite gotten there yet, but. He rides a bicycle, but he also, like, it's because he doesn't know how to drive. He just doesn't. It's not that he just doesn't have a car. Yeah, that, but it's like, kind of even if later. you don't know how to drive, you driving would have been better than her driving. The accident would have been much slower, for sure. Right. The side swiping, so, yeah. It was so funny because she goes, okay, blowing this. And because she has a breathalyzer to start her car, which means she's already gotten a DUI. Yeah. And so I told, like, Phil didn't know what was going on. And I was like, if you get a DUI, they'll put those in your car so that you can turn it on. And he was like, what? And I was like, yes, <laughs> I had a friend who had one. 
Oh like god. not not a close friend. Like I knew of an acquaintance that had one, and I was like, "Oh my god, sad. that's very sad." How do you pick up chicks in that? That's so embarrassing. That's <laughs> really was, embarrassing. Just, I mean, as it should be, that should be your deepest, yes, a deep shame. That's a, that's a real cock block. And then, then we some some things happened which had me putting my eyes over or my hands over my face, and <laughs> looking through my fingers <laughs> as though this was a horror movie because it was so horrible. She's her like driving and screaming. She's drunk driving, swerving all over the place, saying like, "My pretty, look at me!" And then she is like about to throw up her. Was it her cl- her clam sandwich or muscles? No, no. She said she thinks she had bad a bad shellfish sandwich. A shellfish sandwich, yeah. Oh, and like she makes a throw up sound, and I I was making my throw up sound. That- <laughs> and then she starts falling asleep, <laughs> and then she. Just throws up horrible gray shellfish sandwich throw up all over him. No, it's she- pink. It's pink. Oh, it's pink. Oh. That's why he goes, did you have a daiquiri tonight? Oh, I missed that. But then she said my favorite line in the movie, which was, oh, at least I don't have to work out tomorrow. <laughs> <Right. laughs> what like, the hell? Like, that was too real for me. <laughs> Also makes me laugh because he just like ended up in home, but you know this would have been like a major like police incident, right? Well, she sideswiped tons of cars. Yeah, and then got um, t-boned, or yeah, she got t-boned, but it was definitely her fault, I think. Yeah. So because he's covered in vomit, he ends up not having sex. With her. Yeah. Or, or she says, "I'll still have sex with you if you want." <laughs> add like, this oh. to the montage. He's going to add this to the future montage, right? So then we are back at smart tech the next day i guess and jay says something to him that lorraine always said that i've never heard from anything else and now i know that you got it from this which is that he (laughs) says that andy is putting the pussy on a pedestal (laughs) (laughs) yes he's indicating that he's he's putting too much weight in it and andy's just like i i love women i love women so much that i stay away from them completely um is that where you got is this where you got that? Yeah, I didn't make it up. I mean, I thought maybe you had heard it somewhere else, but I was like, mm. I was like, oh my god. No, this um, is where that is from. <laughs> that's so funny. So then... Sorry, while they're doing this at work, they are hitting each other with the, like, big um, light bulbs that are in, like... God, why can't I think of the word right now? Anyways, they're the, like long, the long, skinny, skinny light bulbs yeah. that they have at big businesses and warehouses and stuff, and they're like breaking them on each other, which looks so fun. <laughs> it did look fun. <laughs> um, then they're inside Smart Tech, and a woman comes up, Catherine Keener, who she's like one of those actresses who I'm like, I know I've seen you in tons of stuff, but I couldn't pick one. And I was looking up, I was like, okay, I think the last thing I saw her in was Get Out. She's oh, the mom. Yeah. But she's in lots of stuff. Yeah, she is. She has, and she's in the market for a, a VCR DVD player, and she works across the street, and her business is bananas. It's, it's called the We Sell, it's called We Sell Your Stuff on eBay, and I had so many questions. I was like, wait, do you just donate it, or, or is it like a consignment store? Like, you no, give it- No, no, it's, it's you give it to her, and she takes a commission on what you earn from the sale. So that you don't have to deal with the shipping and the internet and stuff. Because you remember, like, the internet was not, like, this was 2005. Oh, so it was So, harder. like, a lot of people didn't know, like, 
how to take the picture with the digital camera and put it on the thing and do the listing and whatever. And so she would take, and I oh, literally oh, wrote, okay. I literally wrote like, <laughs> I need this business. Cause okay. I have so many things that I'm like, Oh, this is valuable. I should like sell it on eBay or something. And then no way it sits in my house for five years. And then I finally donate it and give it away. <laughs> I guess that's not that crazy, but I also hope you don't do that with your $900 dresser that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyone who's listening, I have a $900 dresser listed on Facebook. It is under what I paid for it. Please, please buy it from me. <laughs> Not the right size. Um. <laughs> um, and they have a little conversation, Catherine Keener and Steve Carell. Well, and-, and the guys, by the way, like push, they like, they're all salespeople and Andy is not. And they're all like, oh, sorry, I have to go do this. Oh, sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, sorry, I'm sick. Whatever. Like, what? All they all make up excuses. And they're like, but Andy's really knowledgeable. He'll help you. And then they just leave him. And he's not even a salesperson. So this was them trying to well, kick and, him in the rear. And it's funny because she starts off asking for a VCR. And he's saying, like, you don't want to buy a VCR. It's a dead technology. And the boss, Jane Lynch, is in the background like, what the heck are you saying to her? <laughs> like, don't tell her not to buy something. <laughs> um, but he, so he recommends the VCR DVD player combo. Honestly, I still want one of those and I can't find them. Any, like they don't even make those anymore. <laughs> um, so they have, they chat and he gets her number. And honestly, I sort of felt like nothing. And I, I don't know. I guess he was charm. I guess he was kind of, kind of sweet, but not enough for, for the digits. But I guess also, I don't know. I guess it was a different time. <laughs> I also love that he said, why do I need your number if you're across the street? Because her yeah. business is across the street. And yeah. She's like, well, I guess I don't have an answer for that, Andy. Um. <laughs> right. That's true. She does say that. <laughs> you gotta go. So when he gets the number, he's, he goes to the guys and he's like, okay, so when do I call her? And they were like, so you like her? And he's like, yeah, and they, <laughs> don't call her. And I think, I think Seth Rogen goes, when is the next Olympics? <laughs> yeah, he does say that. <laughs> and that totally killed me. And then Jay, Jay tells him, you got to have sex with a lot of hood rats first. <laughs> and it made me laugh because they're like, basically they're saying, you don't have sex with her if you really like her when it's your first time because it's not going to be great. And so my, I was dying laughing though because I was like, this is both my interview and dating advice for friends. Like, just go on the date, even if you're not that interested. Like, if you're nervous, you need to get a few dates under your belt before That's you true. go out with one that you really like. Same thing with with interviewing, right? It's like some job that you're not that interested in. You're going to, like, get the nerves out, get your answers together, get through the process and familiar with it. Right. And then when I- you go to, like, a job you want to interview for, then you'll feel better about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is good advice. I once said in an interview that I wasn't smart, so... Um. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I have told my boss that it's not that I'm smart, it's that I'm lazy and I refuse to do repetitive things in Excel. So that's why I'm good at Excel. I mean, a lot of my work philosophy has been uh, when you don't know what you're doing, it's best to do it quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have more time to do it again if you fuck that. Yep. So then in preparation for having sex with either the girl he likes or hood rats i guess he's gonna get his yeah, yeah he, he asks his... jay if he's attractive so he asked jay i'll let you say this but he asked jay if he's attractive and jay's like yeah i think you're an attractive guy but this teen wolf thing you've got going on oh yes yeah 
Yeah, so he's going to get his chest wax, and I thought that we were going to cut to, like, basically uh, the same thing that happened in Crazy Stupid Love, where we saw, like, a whole montage of him getting a makeover and looking way better. But it's just <laughs> this. And when he goes in and takes his shirt off and and uh, and the waxer says, like, we're going to need more wax, I was like, this is, like, so when I was when I was younger when I was gonna the first time I was gonna get my eyebrows waxed I was joking with my mom I was because I have big eyebrows <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna walk in there and there's gonna they're gonna start flashing alarms they're gonna be like code red <laughs> they didn't need to get more wax or anything though because I'm just because <laughs> they're just eyebrows but because it's just your face I, like there's only so much face you could need <laughs> yeah, that was, but that was my that was what I thought of there's only so much face you can wax. <laughs> and then they tell you they need to do the inside of your nose. <laughs> uh, that Sorry, does not happen to me. That, has, okay, so it's a new, it's like a new thing. I mean, not new, new, but like I was getting waxed one time and the girl was like, you know, we could do your upper lip and your nose if you'd like. And I was like, fuck off. First of all, <laughs> I know about my lip and I'll do that myself. Second of all, don't point don't draw attention to the nose hair that's so <laughs> rude um so the waxer she gets a couple spots and it's pretty rough to watch but and it's so and it's so funny and he's like no i can't i'm done but the way that they're arranged they're like oh, there's like one rip about each nipple and then one above his belly button and paul red tells him he looks like a man-o-lantern <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I think you're skipping through so much here, by the way, because as this is happening, like, they tell him, <laughs> Jay tells him that well, it'll only hurt if he's a bitch, because he gets it done and he's fine. But I don't think Jay's got nearly as much hair. Steve Carell is very, I guess, what you would call for a man, full-chested. Yeah. And he's basically Austin Powers. <laughs> Except it but isn't like, shaped like a penis. Yes, and he's laying there, and it, like every time they tear it off, he's yelling some different expletive, like "cocksucker motherfucker," yeah. which I love. <laughs> and one of them is Kelly Clarkson, which is why I say that regularly. And I don't know if you ever knew that. I've never noticed you say that though. I'll honest. say it, and I'll say it like that too. But one of the fun things about this, and then they do one over his nipple because I think the movie thought it would be funny. But when they do that, I'm like, oh, my God. And you can tell that the waxer is, like, having fun with it. But that was his real chest hair. And the blood is real. <gasps> Whoa. And really? he did not know that it was going to hurt that bad. So all of those reactions, all of those reactions were real. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, he looks like a man of lantern And then he's walking home and there's blood on his yeah. <laughs> so then again, he's at work with his crew, and they're telling him that he should go across the street to the bookstore and hit on this hot girl that's over there, who is played by Elizabeth Banks. And he is smooth as hell with her. And it was so <laughs> funny because Seth Rogen was there watching, and when they walk away, Seth Rogen is like, I would have thought you'd been doing that for years. And he's like, tells Jane Lynch, I like think. I wonder if he's like messing with us if he just wanted to stroke drama at work <laughs> because he was so smooth with her. <laughs> he said, Yeah, he said Seth Rogen's advice was be cool, kind of a dick, only ask questions. So, so Andy is just going back and forth, like everything she says, he just repeats it to her as a question. 
Yeah. She's like, can I help you with anything? And he's like, can I help you with anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, she says, I mean, we have these topics. We have these topics. You know, we have like, do it yourself. And he goes, do you like to do it yourself? And then she thinks he's being dirty. And so it like continues on like that. But it's just him asking questions like a freak. Right. So then he's at home and Paul Rudd brings him a huge box of porn. I didn't know. Was this was this so he could master? I thought it was so he could watch it for sex tips. But I, I guess it was just a so little he could bit masturbate. Of, a little bit of both. Like just get a little more, uh, you know, like sexually unawkward. Right. <laughs> and uh, he says that he doesn't really do that. So it la- made me laugh so hard when Paul Rudd goes, when he says, I don't really do that. Paul Rudd's like, well, that's the only hobby you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Because his whole life is just a series of hobbies to keep himself busy. Right. He's like, this is the only hobby you don't have. Also, two of my favorite titles, Harry Twatter. I say that often because <laughs> it makes me laugh. That one, we laugh pretty hard at that. And then Boner Jams 03, which tells you how old this. <laughs> How old this movie is. But Boner Jams 03 is a compilation of Paul Rudd's favorites. Yeah. So then he's he sets up a very romantic night for himself to masturbate. He lights all these candles and he dims the lights and he gets everything ready. And he's like watching watching some porn. Oh, and when Paul Rudd was over, he was going through the box and he was like saying titles and one of them, he was like, Oh, it's a season of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, I, I that shouldn't be in there, but that's just a good show. I record it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then at one point in the night, um, Andy is watching Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah, he's like fast forwarding through the sex scenes. He's like watching the movies for the plot and then fast forwarding through the sex scenes. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? We need a new video. And then, he, then he's watching Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yeah. Which I think that show is torture, by the way. I hate it. Oh, we love it. I know. Um, I hate it. Who's we? My sister and I, my family. <laughs> my mom loved it too. And I was like, she's like, it's so funny. I was like, it's just like real life. I don't need this. That was not you my know, childhood. <laughs> I don't need this sad. drama with the in-laws and the big stupid brother. Like, no. <laughs> that makes me sad that you say that. That was not my experience. Um, so, so the guys take him speed dating. And it's so funny because the whole throughout the whole movie, basically Paul Rudd has been like talking about this ex girlfriend who he. It sounds like it was a long relationship, but then you find out that it was only for four months. Yes, <laughs> and then that girl is at the speed dating, and she's played by Mindy Kaling, who is Kelly on The Office. So yes, and there are so there are so many Office crossovers. It cracks me up. I looked it up because she's like. Um, uh, she's a writer for The Office, so I was curious if she helped write this, but uh, it looks like she didn't. Uh, but I just thought it was so funny that she was there. And so Andy is very awkward with all the women. He's like awkward and creepy. <laughs> and one woman has a nip slip. She has gigantic <laughs> boobs. And <laughs> she has a nip slip. And I was like, there is no way you would. Like, she should have been dealing with that situation. Better They're so numb, was. though, from the surgery. that She don't feel... And it's funny because when her boob falls out, then Andy's like pulling his own shirt over, like. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's also funny because Mindy Kaling sits down with Seth Rogen's character, and he starts going off on her about like, "You need to get the fuck out of my friend's head, and you're ruining his life." And she's like, "I've blocked him on on 
whatever. I've changed my email. I've changed my phone number. I've moved. I've blocked him here. I've done this. I've done that. And he's like, I did not know all that information. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, I mean, so obviously the speed dating does not go that well. Didn't pan out. (laughs) Yeah. And so Jay says, we're going to have to like really take control of this and force it a lot more. And so they, he tricks it. He tells him he's having a party and to meet at his place. But then he goes to a hotel, so I'm like, you should have known, Steve Krell, this wasn't a party at his house. And there's <laughs> a prost- my pants. <laughs> and there's a prostitute waiting for him who is is trans. So that also doesn't pan out because he's like, yeah, no, she had a penis. Like, <laughs> well, he says he's like, it's so funny because Jay hired the prostitute sex worker, and um, <laughs> and Jay's like. If that was a man, that is a, what did he call it? Like the Leo, the Da Vinci or something. Like he like was basically saying she was super hot. Yeah. And he's like, what gave it away? How do you know? And he's like, well, other than the hands as big as Andre the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> and the Adam's apple. <laughs> and then I think this is when it, this is when this happens. This had such a funny line. So is Jay's, Jay like has a girlfriend, but he cheats on her, I guess, because she's a bitch. <laughs> But so she comes in and she has basically the speed dating card that Jay was using with his like pervy notes. <laughs> and and um and she said and basically he Andy sort of covers for him and says it was his card. And he's Andy is so awkward, of course, but the girlfriend's like, You wrote this, you wrote that this girl looks like she's hurting for a squirting. <laughs> 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 and there was like other stuff like that on it that was like there's no way that he would have ever written. <laughs> But yeah was- she's like you he's nasty you do not hang out with this guy and jay's like i told you he's wild i i don't we're not friends we don't hang out yeah <laughs> so yeah so obviously andy was mad about the about the sex worker and they're saying like you got to do something or whatever and and he's like fine and he goes like stomping over across the street to the we sell your stuff on ebay store. yeah because they said we we thought you'd never do it so he goes over to the ebay store <laughs> yeah and he and he asks her out and she says and she says yes and to and to call her. So then he calls her. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. <laughs> Did okay. you skip over the cameo here? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So he's in the store and Jonah Hill is there and he has like a gigantic pair of like glitter silver glittery boots. And he's that saying, have like, goldfish in the soles. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, and he's saying he wants to buy them, and she's like, "Well, you have to buy it on eBay." And he's like, "Can I just buy it right now?" <laughs> and she's, and he's like, "She's like, no, I I sell it on eBay. That's like the way the business works." And she, he's like, "How about right now? I just give you money and I leave with these because they're amazing, and I want to go home and wear them or something like that." <laughs> and she goes, "I wish it was that easy." And he goes. I don't understand why you can't be. <laughs> I was also wondering, I was like, why can't she just do that? <laughs> I mean, that is like a totally valid thing, but I am sure it's like a contractual thing where it's like, if this is what I'm doing with your stuff, I can't just sell it. But maybe that's a, that's a flaw in her system. You know, if someone's going to walk up and buy it, you might as well. Maybe the way the commission would work though for her and the way the other person would get the money, it has to happen on eBay. Yeah, maybe. But it was just, that was just really funny. It was so funny. They were arguing, yeah. (laughs) I wish it could be that simple. Why can't it be? (laughs) 
So Andy calls her and to, to, to schedule a date. And she is cutting up like thout, like tons of vegetables. And she says, I'm free tonight. And I was like, bitch, no, you're not. You're like, I was preparing a giant <laughs> feast for yourself. Or so. You're making so much. You're cutting like you obviously I mean, are you could be cutting now. that many vegetables, Andrea, but it could just be a salad and you would be hungry in an hour. If I'm cutting up that many vegetables, that's my evening. I don't, <laughs> I don't That's why Blue Apron takes so long. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're bought with that. Is it you refers to it as your, or my roommate who gets HelloFresh refers to it as her box of stress. I'm like, you know, you're paying for this to come here, right? You don't have to. Nobody's making <laughs> it. It's <you>. not required. <laughs> oh, I actually didn't do it the last two weeks and it was actually kind of nice. And now I have it this week, but I, I have some pretty simple recipes. So I hope it's, it'll be okay. <laughs> um, I think it's nice to like spice things up every once in a while, but it is hard to do it every single week. It just kind of turns into like a churning. So then it's so he'd called her and he's like, yeah, dates tonight. She's coming over. And, and um, Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen are over at his house playing, playing a video game. And they're Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And they're telling each other why the other one is gay. They're, <laughs> they're, they're playing the game. You know, I know you're gay, which <laughs> is inappropriate. And I got a, in a little bit of trouble for it because I, I really like the line because you listen to Coldplay. <laughs> but if people don't know that line they think i'm being really offensive i'm not trying to be it's probably not a game you're allowed to play anymore but it was funny in 2005 <laughs> <laughs> um so he, and he comes out he's like yeah i talked to her she's coming over in a few out in like an hour or whatever to pick me up and they're like she's coming here and because his apartment is filled with like all the action figures and boxes they're like we got to clean this up so she doesn't see it and <laughs> He's left they, with nothing. They would never be able to do it in an hour, but then they do it no, sometimes. No, it's like, if, if only moving was that easy, I thought the same thing. Right. They, like, everything is gone. Like, it looks like you're going to a house show. Like, everything is gone. I was like, oh my god. Like, if I saw that house, That's creepier. I terrified. Like, I was like, is this Dexter's house? Like, if I see a bunch <laughs> of nerdy stuff, I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously, like, I don't know, maybe this putting a step judgment in my head that will affect the rest of the date, but at least I don't think I'm going to get murdered. Like, I will be terrified of that empty house. <laughs> it's like they should have left a, like, small percentage of things, so it just looked like he had a mild interest instead of, like, a full-blown, like, obsession. Yeah, yeah. But it's also funny because it's not really an obsession for him. It's more just, like, he doesn't have anything else to do. So, right. anyway, go ahead. So they go on their date to Benihana and they have a nice time. And then they go back to her place to have sex. And there's a very awkward thing where she's like in the bathroom and he's, <laughs> he she says, she says, do you have protection? And he says, he says, I don't carry a gun. Um, yeah. And she laughs, but, and he was like, ha ha ha. Yeah. I was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know how to put a condom on and he's struggling he's opening like tons and tons of them and it was child i was just thinking i was like there is no succeeding from here forward because like even if you get one on correctly there's still all those like wrappers and stuff that, that like she will know that you failed so many times well he was like throwing them on his side of the bed but it was it was so funny he's like blowing them up 
He's putting his arm in him, being like, wow, it really stretches. Then he, like, tastes the lube, and it's like, what? He's like, he feels the lube, and he's like, what is this? And he tastes it, and he's like, uh, uh, and he licks her sheets to get it off his mouth. And then I love the part where he goes, over the balls? <laughs> <laughs> and, but then, oh no, her daughter and her boyfriend walk in, and she's her, like, her daughter? I mean, I don't Kat know Cat Dennings. Name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny. Cause like a baby cat, Denny. <laughs> yeah, she's really young. It was funny because, I mean, this was probably honestly the only thing I've ever seen her in where I liked her. <laughs> I don't like her that much. <laughs> um, she's a I little mean, obnoxious, I, so I guess playing a teenager fits. I certainly don't watch Two Broke Girls, and I don't know anybody who does. <laughs> <laughs> my parents definitely did. They did. Oh, my God. Uh, but so, and then it's really funny because she's like, freaking out she's like the the girl's yelling at her mom and and then he he's sort of gets up out of bed to to leave and he has one of the condoms on his foot and the boyfriend is like dude teach me (laughs) right (laughs) so then they miraculously well actually first i guess he he goes and tells the guys what happened that it was a disaster right um, yeah, yeah. And then they miraculously go on another date, and she's she's like, yeah, I probably should have told you I had kids, and he's like, or a kid, and he he's like, yeah, you should have, and she's, he's like, how many do you have? And she's like, two. Well, three. And Yeah, it's like, why are you lying about it at that point? But he's when he tells them it's a disaster, he tells them, like, maybe I should just tell her I'm a virgin. And so Seth Rogen agreed. He was like, honestly, like, maybe it's a good test for her, like, if she reacts and is cool about it, then that's probably a good thing. So they, he thinks he's going to tell her and he's like, I have something to tell you. And he's trying to tell her. And then she's like, I have three kids. And so then he's like, so she says, maybe we should just hold off on the physical part for a while. And she's like, maybe like five dates. And he's like, make it 10. And she's like, make it 15. And he's like, make it 20. So then they resolve that it'll be 20 dates. Yeah. Yeah. And also she says that she, she has a, I, she's like her my her oldest kid has a kid so she's a grandma <laughs> yeah she's the hot uh, grandma yeah and, and then that, when he meets the when he meets the kids he meets like the same cat dennings and then also the younger one who's like six and he finds a coin b- behind her ear and then he finds an ear a rubber ear behind her ear he's like doing magic tricks and cat dennings is like wait a minute does this mean that like you carry a rubber ear and a giant coin with you all the time. And he's like, yeah, about 50% of the time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she brought up some really good concerns and she's like, she Oh, so he doesn't, he doesn't have a car and he does magic. <laughs> so yes. she's, she's making some excellent points here. I wrote that down as well. It was like, fair enough. Especially if I was, if I had three children, those might be concerns. And then there's a montage of them going on all these dates and he's keeping track on his calendar of how many it is. And I text alert at this point. Cause I was like, I spy with my little eye, a tandem bicycle. At one point he's riding a tandem bike with one of her kids. I love, I mean, that was like a reclining kind. So like not the kind I like, but I just love seeing tandem bicycles in the, so in, out in the, out in the wild on TV. I think that's the funniest thing ever. So they're getting kind of serious and they're doing lots of stuff. She buys him like a sweet mountain bike. <laughs> yeah, because his bike's like just rickety old. Yeah. 
and she's they're talking and she asks about his dreams and he sort of says like i think i could have my own store but i don't have the money and she's like you could sell your collectibles and it's interesting because it's like i don't because like he's like yeah but it's sort of like with those I don't know. I feel like that's always a thing with nerds. They're like, don't take it out of the box. It loses its value. So it's like, is your end game to sell it then? Like, is that definitely what you want? Because if not, then what do you do it? Like, and they just keep that. it forever until they die. I mean, but yeah, then like, Alan. if, but what, then what's the point of not taking it out of the box? It, it only makes sense if you're planning on selling it eventually. I don't know. Yes. No, no, I agree. They just like keep them until they die. Like, it's like an anxiety thing. You did also. Um, just to note that one of Jay's friends came into the store and it was Kevin Hart. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the ones I was like, was he even famous at this point? I I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I guess. But yeah, that was a random one. And then did you talk about Jay being caught cheating? Oh, no, I didn't. So he, yes, he's very upset at work. That's why he, he gets in sort of a fight with Kevin Hart. <laughs> who's a customer and he says he's in a bad mood because because yeah he got caught cheating because i guess he went and cheated on her and then went home and he forgot to take off the condom and then got in the shower or something i don't even know how that happens like like the condom on the flaccid like how did it okay i just you yeah. don't need to analyze. But I did write it with a question mark exclamation point. <laughs> um, and then he gets a call at work from frantic his frantic girlfriend, and I guess Kat Dennings wants to take birth control, and she's like, "No, I want you to not have sex. I want you to not make the mistakes that I made." And and Kat Dennings like, "So I was a mistake," and she's like. No, your older sister was, or something like that. <laughs> Just fair. But then he's like, "I'll take her. I'll take her." I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> no, it's definitely awkward. <laughs> and they don't just go to a dot. It seems like they're going to sex class. Can you explain to me what this was? It's they went like to a like a family clinic that was probably offering some like teen sex ed, whatever. So he's like, okay. "I'll take her down to the clinic so she can get some condoms and whatever." Okay. She wanted to be she wanted to be on birth control. And so at the family clinic. Yeah, so there's other like a parent and a kid and t- a teens in there. And one of the dads in there is David Keckner, who's Todd yes. Packer on the office. Yes. Uh, and then also the woman who was like leading the the class or whatever was Nancy Carell, who is um Steve Carell's real wife. But so I texted Lorraine when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, that's his real wife. And she was also Carol on the office. And he, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> So even more office crossovers than you knew. <laughs> yep. And the office, by the way, this came out the same year as the office started. So right. kind of wonder, by the way, that means like this was probably filming before the office. I wonder if that's how a lot of them ended up getting the job. You said it was like cast by the same person. Yeah, it was. Um, both are cast by Allison Jones. She okay. cast like everything, though. Like, <laughs> um, That's the only reason I even noticed her name but um so they're at this little clinic and he's asking a bunch of weird questions and then when they're driving home uh she basically is like yeah i can tell you never had sex <laughs> like those weren't joke questions he's like i was just joking yeah. and she's like no you weren't <laughs> well she starts getting laughed at because then everyone in the class is like making fun of her for being a virgin because apparently the rest of them aren't 
And then he like steps in for her and is like, I'm a virgin too. And they were like, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't realize he said that. I thought she figured it out just because based on how he was asking his questions. No, Uh, he like stood up for her. (laughs) Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. I I didn't catch that. So then we are at the 20th date with um, the girlfriend and she's like, but not before Jay and Jill get back together, by the way, because she's pregnant. So all of the problems are fixed. Yes. And he's very happy. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she's like throwing herself at him and he's saying like, oh, I'm pretty sure this date didn't count. So we're only at 18. And she's like, I'll give you freebies because obviously she thinks he wants to have sex. But, yeah. Yeah. She wants but, to. And she assumes he does, too. But he's trying to he's trying to put it off. And they sort of get in a. He has all his, like, figurines. They're all, like, boxed up because she's helping him sell them. And they're on the bench. He's like, he's like, we have to move these, blah, blah. And I was like, that is something I would do if there was stuff. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to move this. Like, Yeah, I mean, if I had held on to them for years and they were worth a bunch of money, I wouldn't want to crush them either. I was yeah. there. But, like, <laughs> like, that was very... Yes. So they had talked and basically she was like, what would you want to do? Like, you don't want to... He didn't want to work at the electronics store forever. And so then he was like, I want to open a stereo store. I was like, that's like one step down, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but he says he didn't have the money. So she says, you could sell these. Yeah. Um, so that's so then he sort of yells at her like, you're making me sell my my collectibles. And, um, and she's like, I'm not making you. I thought this is what you wanted. Like, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad for her. Yeah. She was like, I'm trying to help you grow up. And I thought you said this is what you wanted. And then she's like, what do you want? I'll dress up like Thor. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, is it because I'm a grandma? And he's like, you're a hot grandma. <laughs> um, yeah. But again, like, isn't that what he was planning on? And then you kind of find out later that he made like half a million dollars from from those. Right, <laughs> right. So then he's like very upset, kind of, kind of storms off, and he goes to a bar and he gets really drunk. He doesn't like usually drink. So. Well, he's at a baby party at a bar, so they're celebrating Jay's oh, pregnant girlfriend. But they're at a bar. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're, they're at a bar. I, I was very confused. I thought it was just a coincidence. I didn't put together that that was what that was, because why would that be at a bar? (laughs) Yeah, it was confusing. But yeah, he gets very drunk. And then Elizabeth Banks, who was the bookstore girl, is there. And she go. he goes home with her. And the thing I wrote down is that in her apartment or whatever, or house, she has a dope fish tank. (laughs) Yes, I was like, this is a cool fish tank. And Phil was like, wait, are we sure we're not at, at Andy's house? And I was like, no, we've never seen that fish tank before. That's what I, well, and then later, I know stuff happens in between, I'm going to get to it, but later, um, she, they're, they're in, like, the bathroom, and she has fish wallpaper. I was like, does she live at a dentist's office? Why does she have fish <laughs> wallpaper in the fish tank? She's really into the fish. She thinks she's a mermaid. But so he takes his shirt off, and she could see his crazy chest hair, which I was like, dad's bullshit. That definitely would have grown back by now. But um, and she's like, "Ooh, you're you're kinky," and she says, "Let's shave each other." I died that way. <laughs> yeah, I can't even watch like a razor blade commercial. Oh, like, really? Like when they do when they do the like shave over the knee in the commercial with the like Venus, you know, with the like shaving cream and whatever. I'm like, someone's gonna nick their knee. I, like I can't. So the idea of letting someone else come near me with a razor is like beyond not sexy. 
shame each other. It's so funny. And but then she's so she's in her bathroom. That's where you see the fish wallpaper, and she's like playing with the uh, hose bathtub water sprayer thing. She's doing it herself. Remember? Yeah. Do it. She's oh, do it. Your, she's a do it yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> and then the all the guy and he sort of leaves the bathroom because he's frightened. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the all the guys are there and all three are just standing outside yeah. and she's there he's like how did you know where she lived and jay's like i hooked up with her i was kind of hoping that they would all say they hooked up with her i thought that would have been me too <laughs> but it was just jay he's like i hooked up with her eight months ago and i kept the key <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but they, they tell her like if you really love trish like you can't do this so and he's like i'm terrified of that woman so which is like shocking that they've all come around so much to be like, be with the one you love. Yeah. Oh, and also <laughs> while this was going on, uh, Kat Denning sort of talked, sort of talked her mom into like, you should give him more of a chance or, or, or forgive him or whatever. It's just a fight. Go over, go to him. Um, yeah. So she, while, while like he's with Elizabeth Banks, she's like driving over to his place. And so it's funny because all the guys go to walk out, but then Seth Rogen kind of walks into the back. <laughs> i love that he just walks in and is like hi and she doesn't scream or anything it's just like okay fine yeah (laughs) well he's a strange man in my bathroom they were a couple in zach and mary make a porno that's true that's true there were so many like it was a very incestuous movie scene back then Yeah. yeah so when he gets home uh his girlfriend is there trish trish is there and she sees the huge box of porn and she's like freaking out. She's like, "Oh my! Like you're a you're a sex pervert." And she's she's driving. Oh, she's like, "Is that all you think about is sex?" And he's like, "No, no, those are those are um, what's his face, David? David's." And and she drives away, but he doesn't have a car to follow her. So he hops on his bike and he's racing after her. Um, and he he sort of goes diagonal to catch her, and then he he runs into into her car and he's on the ground and he says well he goes flying through the so that that sexy bus ad that you were talking about was the eruption cologne or whatever and so it's like very sexy you know perfume ad and so he went flying through one you know those trucks that drive around with a billboard on the back yeah and so he went flying through that billboard (laughs) oh yeah, he hit her and he flew into that and he's like, that billboard had two sides and both of them hurt. <laughs> uh, and so, and then he's on the ground. She's like, oh no, Andy. And and he's like, he admits that he's a virgin. She's like, oh, is that it? I thought you were trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yeah, and then he's like, I, I thought it wouldn't be good. And she was like, and well, as she's like storming out of the apartment, he's like, no, of course I wouldn't. I love you. And she just like storms out. And then um, so she's like, of course, it will be good. We love each other. I mean, yeah, the first time. But <laughs> well, then obviously we cut to a wedding. So that means they waited until they were going to get well, married. OK, so I wrote that down because I was like, wait a minute. They waited until they were married after this. And I this like makes, this makes me worried that they rushed into a wedding. Well, what I said was, was there a subplot before where Andy's secretly some religious fanatic? Right. And they just cut that. <laughs> because it, because the whole time it's like that this happened as an accident and he never meant to like 
always be a virgin or whatever. Yeah. So like for them then to be like, you waited until we got married, kind of weird. But I think they just wanted to do the weird scene that they did. So. Yeah. So, so they're, they, so they, they get married and then they're finally going to have sex. And then it cut the screens like one minute later and they're both laying (laughs) on the bed. (laughs) And then she's like, do you want to do it again? And then it's like two hours later. (laughs) And then we go to a, weird musical number where you see every single character that was in the movie i'm gonna be honest i did not think that this musical number was funny at all (laughs) dancing to the age of aquarius oh it's very awkward now but like at the time it was very like just surprising and ridiculous i mean it is just ridiculous i guess i felt like it detracted from the movie i don't know (laughs) but 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 you know they couldn't cut it because they spent so much time in rehearsal and all of that (laughs) right and then so yeah it all works out yeah always does yep (laughs) and you know second time's the chart okay one would you will you never get this time back two did you enjoy it but you'll never watch it again or three you would tell others to just watch it any of the point two percent of the planet who has not seen this movie i would tell i would tell other people to just watch it although i don't know who everybody everybody has (laughs) everybody would be (laughs) Yeah, I liked it though. It was cute. I'm glad you liked it. So we there we have so to talk- many people in it. If there weren't as many random people in it, I probably wouldn't have found it as fun. Okay, so it came out the same the same uh, year as Wedding Crashers. Man, 2005. What a year! What, what a year! Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to look at the Hangover date, but then I got the Hungover Games. <laughs> I was like, no, no, just give me the Hangover. So the Hangover didn't come out until 2009. So. So, Lorraine, do you have any fun facts about this movie? Um, yeah, there's definitely some funny ones. Um, <laughs> so I told you that the chest hair scene was real. So that was actually all done in one shot because Steve Carell thought, like, it's not going to be funny if it's not a real reaction. Oh, my God. And so that was all done live. I don't think a woman would react that way. Men can't handle it. So like look at think of the blood. I guess that's brutal. So then um yeah, so that was that was real. And then also like I was um commenting like this was came out the same year as Wedding Crashers, and both of those movies were kind of like groundbreaking that they were rated R comedies, which hadn't been done in a while just because they thought they weren't gonna be popular enough to be like profitable. Was this one rated R? Oh, I guess. Yeah, and so, I mean, think about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Very fair. And so Steve Carell actually had, like, a backup script where there was no profanity and whatever, just in case they got, like, shut down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then one that I thought was really interesting that I came across was, um, originally, there was a part in this for Jason Segel, and... Oh, he would have fit fit in. (laughs) Right, and, uh, I mean, he ends up in, like, Knocked Up and a bunch of other movies, right? But... Um, they couldn't get it approved to cast him, so Judd Apatow told him to go write his own movies because that might work for him better, and he, that's how he wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I was just going to say, is that Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Interesting. That's so that's in, that came out in 2008. So, um, and then you commented on, on Andy being kind of like ripped, and so apparently Steve Carell lost 30 pounds for this. 
And they were concerned about like whether or not he really should be like ripped because he's one, it's a comedy and two, um, you know, like, is it's it believable easier, that yeah, like it's easier to believe that he would have a terrible body? Yeah. Yeah. But then they decided to go with it because they wanted to show that it's really just because he's like shy and nervous, not like because there's anything really wrong with him. Or yeah. anything, you know, um, it's also Mindy Kaling's film debut. Oh. Um, and in that closing scene with all the dancing, apparently Jonah Hill overheated. So, oh. and then when this came out, Steve Carell was 43. And it is kind of wow. funny because like the whole time, like, it's funny because the guys at the store, you kind of assume they're supposed to be in like their 20s with the way they're behaving, but they're all pretty old. I also the whole time I was thinking like, is he actually 40? Because like, he really doesn't seem that old. So that's crazy. That yeah, he 43. So he actually, yeah. And it's like hard to think of like, this is almost what well, is like 16 years later. I still think Steve Carell's like 40 in my head. <laughs> that means he's like almost 60. Yep. Bonkers. Okay, well, Andrea, I'm really glad that you liked 40-Year-Old Virgin. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Um, you can always go follow us on Instagram at justwatchit underscore pod. Um, putting up some fun content there. And you can keep an eye on that for uh, any new releases. And then you can always send us an email if you'd like to reach out to justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs, any of that. Um, And yeah, so we'll let you know next Saturday which movie Andrea is going to have me watch next. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that works out. You got ideas in your mind, Andrea? Oh, I do. (laughs) I gave you a good one. (laughs) I'm going to give you a good one. Okay, well, then the one after that from me, I think, will be garbage. So I can't wait. (laughs) Okay. Straight garbage. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Lauren Poplison. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And this was Just Watch It.